You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Here I am. <laughs> Hi. You're here. Hi, I'm here. Yay. <laughs> what am I doing here? It's in the future. <laughs> yes. So this is part of our best of 2016 episodes based on, or segments, I guess, if you will, based on listener emails and comments on our Facebook page, Twitter, and email, however you got them to us. These were all chosen by you. And so the first one is actually something Sarah and I are quite proud of from this last year. And it is the fact that we won the best of Portland for oh. the Willamette Week Readers Poll. That here was in very Portland. cool. Best podcast in the city of Portland, which thank you so much to everyone who voted for us. Vote for us next year, too. That would be awesome. Uh, but voting for us last year, I'm getting too greedy. Uh, no, I think just the one time. I think I don't, I don't need it? to win again. Okay, just that the, was it. Just the once. Yeah, I'll take it again. If Especially it happens, since so. I didn't even know that there was voting happening. So, like, to be surprised by that, that was awesome. And that's how cool our listeners yeah. are, and that's how much we appreciate all of you. But during this segment, when we once we found out we won, we decided to go through how each of us would do our speeches, imagining that this was a giant Academy Awards speech. Sarah, I think, probably did the best, and it's a, it's, a pre- <laughs> it's a pretty amazing speech. This is one, again, that everybody voted on that they wanted to hear mm-hmm. again. So uh, let's just roll into it. This is us accepting the award, and then how we would handle the newfound fame and pressure and the giant uh, speech. We were sure we were going to be giving. Secret is, they didn't have us give a no, speech. No, they didn't care. No. No. We, we no, didn't no. even get free entrance. No. The party, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we did because we lied, but I mean... Well, yeah, that but that's a difference. But we do appreciate the award very very, very much because our listeners voted on it. So here it is. This is our best of Portland speeches. We want to give a big thank you to everyone who listens to this show. To you. To, to you, 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 and you, you and you. Particularly you. you. Definitely mm-hmm. you. And everybody who listens to this show because uh, Sarah and I found out this morning there is our local newspaper, which is Willamette Week, and every year they have a Best of Portland poll, but it's for readers, so the readers vote on it. And they've been so it's running like a this, pop, like it's, yeah. a, it's a poll from people in Portland, anyone who like wants to vote, but it's not right. based on it's some an panel. It's yeah. not based on a panel. It's based on actual humans who are casting their votes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and it's which been is going the on. Most, which is the coolest thing. And it's been going on for like months. And they just announced the winners today. And Sarah and I were crowned the winners for the Best of Portland podcast. Thank you. Thanks to all of you who uh, listened to this show and voted for us. So we are the Best of Portland podcast. I took a picture of it and sent best it to my Best podcast parents. in Portland. There they were go. really excited. Were they? they were. They're like, but my mom, you know, they still don't know what it is. They're oh, you like, should read the description, what it what it says. Because, yeah, the description, I'm debating whether uh, I'm going to. Oh, gonna... I don't have it. Okay. Oh, yeah, here. No, I have it. it. Sorry, I took a picture of it. I okay. It right yeah, here. you can read it right there. Yeah, yeah I know. Because I'm going to tell my parents about that. And then they can read. Oh, yeah, that's great. What does that part mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tony says, is saying, so it's the Portland People's Choice Awards. Yeah, yeah, that's probably about it. That's a little bit along the same lines. Yeah, that's along the same lines. Yeah, for this particular publication. And I think this is the only one that actually does that. So it is kind of the Portland. Sure. I'm going with it. We won. So yeah, I'm all for it. Whatever (laughs) makes it sound cooler. (laughs) I'm pro, pro this. (laughs) Pro whatever makes us sound amazing. So what is it? All right. So it says, this is the best of Portland, or it says, uh, best local podcast, fun employment radio. Uh, in the seven years since recording a podcast, a week after losing their jobs in 2009, Greg Nibbler and Sarah Stillen's Fun Employment Radio has gained national acclaim and spawned its own funny, crazy, and sometimes profane podcast network. Yes, yeah, the profane part. I'm going to show know. my mom that. I showed up to oh. my mom. My mom was like, oh, profane. I'm like, no, no, that's our guest's mom. Exactly. Not us. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blame it on no, the No, just comedians. say it's the guests. I'm yeah. like, oh, no, you know, we're not censored, but I mean, we, we keep it very clean. So it's fucking comedians, you know? Fucking what are you, comedians. What are you going to do? I mean, I mean they're fucking damn, mouths. With their and their fucking goddamn potty mouths. Profanity. 
that they just spew out into our microphones. It's it's awful, but there's nothing we can do about it. It's just part <laughs> of the show. But yeah, we won. And and seriously, I really, really, really want to say. Um, Sarah and I both do say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to vote for us. I mean, yeah. we, we kind of forgot about it, and then yeah, I, didn't I think really... voting stopped like a month ago. Yeah, and like and we didn't really find out about it until the end. So I mean, that that's you guys taking it upon yourselves with a, no prodding from us to vote for us, and that just means the world to us. Yeah, it really does. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, should you give an acceptance speech? Did you want to give one? I kind of want to do like the Sally Field, like you left me. You really okay? Love do me. I have to oh, have like, like some me. music for that? Oh, probably. Oscar music. Okay. I didn't know that I was going to have to have Oscar well, music. Well, you never know that you're going to win. So this is off the cuff, Sarah. I would like you to uh, to go ahead and... Sarah X. Dillon, Fun Employment Radio has been named... Oh, wait, no, I've got to pull up in the card. Okay, and the winner is... You have to have some piece of paper to make it sound like do sound effects. Okay. That's that's a sandwich. Greg well, yeah, is crumpling just, some saran wrap the sandwich. There's the lots scenes. of paper around you. Grab a piece of paper. Okay, all right, I'm pulling it out. <clears throat> All right, it is my honor and privilege to present the winner for the Best of Portland Readers Poll podcast. Oh, wait, is that Star Wars music? Okay. Uh, the winner for the Readers Poll. Wait, am I standing here? Am I sitting in my chair? For Best of Portland podcast. Am I smiling with my eyes in case I lose? Is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Okay, this is Sarah and screaming. I'm like hugging, I'm, yeah, I'm hugging you're, my you're hugging people in the audience. I'm hugging my sister. I'm hugging uh, my niece. I'm hugging Eloise. I'm, I'm hugging my mom and dad. Okay, yep. Everybody's you know, there with again, you. Again, they still don't know what a podcast is. It doesn't matter. And then, yeah, and they'll and just then, be happy. You're happy. Yes, and then that's I get, all it is. Get up to the stage. And uh-huh. Who am I hugging? I'm hugging. Um, who, who's going to be who's the presenting? Well, I guess I just presented, but who would who would I be? Oh gosh, Matt Damon. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Matt Damon. Okay, that's probably not what you should say to Matt Damon when you get up there. Okay, who else? David Tennant. David Tennant. All right, David Tennant. David Tennant. David Tennant. David Tennant is presenting you this. All right. And he kisses me on the cheek. He says, "Oh, I'm such a fan of the show, Sarah." He says, "I'm such a fan of the show, Sarah." Okay, this is turning into a porn thing. So I let's let's avoid that. You know, you made out with David Tennant, and now you're going up. We made out in front of everybody. Yes, you just made out. We're showing a lot of of butt grabbing. (laughs) So much butt grabbing. A lot of making out. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's going to be the talk of. I'm wearing like a three-quarter length uh, sleeve dress so you can't see like my bingo wings. Okay, no bingo wings. No bingo wings at the, at the Portland Best of Portland Awards. Yes, uh-huh, no. that David Tennant is at for some reason. And he's still groping me. Still groping you. Okay, it's getting, okay, it's getting awkward. They're leading him off. They're taking mm. him off stage. Now it's right. just They're you up there. They're dragging him away from me. Okay, now it's just you up there, <sighs> and you have to give your speech right now to everybody <clears throat> who voted, and, and you know, this is a people's Should I make this, choice. Is, is my water bottle? No, I need something that's not sloshy. What, you're going to hold an award? I have to have an award. Here, I have a cheese stick. <laughs> okay, I'm Sarah hold my cheese stick. literally holding a, uh, what is that? A it's a string cheese. String cheese stick mm-hmm. right now as she is. Uh, this is my award. Yes, this is your award. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to take a picture of this here as you're accepting your imaginary award, holding your string cheese in your hand. Now, Sarah, the world is watching. The Everyone's world. watching. The world. You shocked them all. Right. This is this. Nobody is a big, knew. Big, Nobody knew. Nobody there were knew. lots of big money companies behind it. They are. They were machines. But you know what? Right. The little. Yeah. You bucked the we system. We were just. We were just like chugging along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Um, now I'm gonna fade down the music, and right. then I'll play you off when it's time. Okay. Oh wow! <laughs> this is just. I'm looking at the cheese stick right now. 
this is just so unexpected. I, I, we've worked so hard for so many years, and I didn't know that anyone was, was really paying attention. But you like us. You really like us. My first uh, order of business is I'd like to give a big thank you to CBS Radio for firing me. Because if you hadn't fired me rudely on a Friday after I had already left early in the day and gone home and was eating dinner and then you called me at five o'clock in the afternoon after I'd been home for many, many hours and you could have told me in person, but instead you avoided me to my face the two months that you were there before you fired us. I want to thank you for not having the balls to talk to me face to face because you know what that gave me the strength to talk to everybody face to face and to start this amazing show with my partner in crime Mr. Greg Nibbler and to show that you know what you can take something bad and turn it into something good and now I'm going to eat my reward <laughs> oh I'd like to thank my mom and dad and sister and, and, and her husband and my niece and family no, I got the book. Coming up next. <laughs> All right. That was good. That was a good speech. That was good. That worked. Thank you. Yeah. That All right. You have to give speech. yours now. Wait, I have to give one? Yeah. Give me that no, music. Because I'm not, music. I don't, no, I don't want to pass. No, because then I have to try to top yours, and yours and was already good. It. I know. Yours is already good. It's so good. Um, I'm going to, no, I'm going to leave it. I'm fine with this. Okay. <laughs> I'll get... You're bowing out gracefully. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... But it is true. If we hadn't been fired in radio, then we wouldn't have had a chance to pursue our dream, which is this. Yeah. It's being noted in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, where (laughs) supporters of Fun Employment Radio can subscribe and listen live. Um, John John Boring says, damn, bitch got pissed. Uh, Mr. Jenke says, I like that Sarah prioritizes vendettas over thank yous. Absolutely. Nipple says, a lot of bitterness in that speech. No, I think that it was just... It it wasn't meant to be bitter. It was meant to be... uh, I don't know. It was just so... It was so tacky. It was like such a tacky ending to a strange career that like it was a, it gave you us the when, boost that we needed. When we got let go, yeah, from let go from commercial radio. Yeah, we were <laughs> let, let go. go. Yeah. Let go. No, but it's fun. I mean, without being fired, I mean, I've been fired on radio several times. And without that last push, that last time, mm-hmm. we would have never, you know, had the idea to start this. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Yeah, we could have kept doing that. Oh, I didn't want to sound bitter. Do I need no. to redo it? No, I don't think you sounded okay. bitter. I, I think, tried to be inspired. I think that was a proper, um, as it's being noted in the chat, that was a fuck you to the haters and then, <laughs> <laughs> and a thank you to the listeners. You know, that's what it was. Yeah, the exactly listeners what it mean everything. Be. Yeah, the listeners are. My, my old bosses mean shit. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> exactly. I mean. And yeah. let me get this straight. I loved a lot of people I worked with on radio, but the people who swept in that I didn't meet until the day they fired me, yeah, those people can go fuck themselves. Well, you, no, you have never actually met them. Remember? I never met, no, meet us. No, I met him in the room when he fired me. Oh, you met one of them. One of them, but not th- the rest of them. That wasn't our direct boss. No, no. I never met him. No, our direct boss Ooh. never actually had the balls to come and talk to us. He just <laughs> avoided us because we were the morning show, if, in case anybody doesn't know. And he avoided us for uh, about a month. No, and everything I learned from accept- acceptance speeches, I learned from Rick Emerson because he did teach me that trick, too. He's just like, oh, yeah, when you have acceptance speech time, it's it's time to rub it in other people's <laughs> <laughs> or tell other people to fuck That's off. That's a lesson from Rick? Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Like, oh, I love everybody and world peace. Blah, blah. No. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. You're okay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's awesome. So, I mean, we don't even know what it means, but it's a piece of paper. And I don't you know. know. What? It's fine. I don't it, even know if we get looks, a piece of paper. I don't think we get a piece. Well, we have a paper. We can just kind of cut it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Either way, the thank you definitely goes. People just have to take our word for it. No, I swear. <laughs> you who listen to our show. And we really, really do appreciate it. You could tell how much this means to us, how exciting that is. It really so, does. Like I was, It's I, just fun. I will tell you, I didn't realize I was nervous until, because I didn't realize it came out today. And I and I'd seen somebody post online about like, you know, thanks, congrats to us for winning, you know, best thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, God, it's out. And I went and looked online and it wasn't there. That's what I said. I got dressed, mm-hmm. and I, that's when I walked down to the store. And then I was at you the. You got dressed. I got. I put clothes and Whoa. shoes on, and I walked down the five blocks to a coffee shop down the way because you know the hippie coffee shop next to me doesn't carry corporate bullshit. Well, no, they have Clown Day there. So, they have yeah. Clown Day. I think it was. It, well, it wasn't Clown. Oh, it is Clown Day today, actually. Um, the clowns weren't there. Okay. And so I walked down, and then I was standing in front of it. I didn't want anyone to see me looking at it in case I, in case we lost, and I would just uh-huh. be all sad. Yeah. Which I wouldn't be very sad. I mean, it would be okay, but I'm more. Happy that we won now. (laughs) (laughs) It's always better to win. It is. Yeah. I mean, we get it so... So many, so few times. Just like when I won my coloring contest, it was it was oh a great feeling. God, you know, I went down there. Contest. Sprouse writes it was an Easter Bunny coloring contest, and uh, you know, I put a lot of time into it. I made sure not to go outside of the lines, and I put it in there, and I put it up for the whole town. The whole town of Monmouth Independence, both towns competed in this, and uh, yours truly won that. And when you stop touching yourself, I'm that's like me again. saying "mama" when you t- touch yourself and say "yours truly." Oh, that is not as bad as you saying "mama." <laughs> Ugh, mama needs a. Dr- oh, gross! That's so gross. You're just gr- are grossing yourself out right now. Yeah, I know. I'm. It's it's going over and over in my head. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, it is it is really badass. So really, thank. I you. am pretty thank stoked. You. Like it is. It is nice to mm-hmm. to get some attention for this thing that we've created that we love. We do put a lot of time and work into this, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. And again, that's why it's. Way better than any kind of other award because it's listeners. That yeah, it's you guys. Yeah. Like, and it's the best. That's all. Yeah, that's all right. right let's stop really talking awesome. about it. Okay. What's new with you, Greg? Um, Can well, I have my cheese stick now? I mean, my award. No, don't eat your well, cheese stick. I'm really stick hungry. On the okay. Air. No, I'll eat it after. All right, there we go. Oh, the, grace and dignity. I think grace that's how you and say our names. As the best way. <laughs> Fun Employment Radio starring Grace and Dignity right here uh, with you today. All right, so there we go. Those, those, are, those were our speeches for Best of Portland. Again, thank you so much to everybody who voted for us. Uh, moving on, this is another segment where we started off with kind of no idea where we were going with this, but I decided I wanted to have my own one-man show in Vegas. Oh, God. And I kind of run down exactly how it would work. I still think this would be a huge success. I know I, I you do because after that, Greg's had a couple beers and we've been out, sometimes he's talked about this. He's like, so, you know, that Vegas thing that I had. I, mean, I think work. we should get on this. I mean, before somebody else takes it. I don't think anybody else can. But I, I don't still think, think anybody else would ever take it. I don't think they could take <laughs> yeah. it. Let's be honest. But here it is. This is, this is the origins of Greg of all trades right here on Fun Employment Radio. Oh, my God. To start this off, though, just before we went on air, Sarah and I were talking about some of our, our side gigs, and somehow we landed on this subject where I think if I got a three-hour stage, I think three hours, maybe three that hours. That is way too long for you. Maybe oh my two God. hours. I, I'd say 30 minutes max. 30 minutes. Okay, fine. We'll start with 30 minutes. If I get a stage in Vegas, you know, because there's going to be, you know, there's lots of little side rooms where you have performers and people go in there to see a Vegas show. I think I would be amazing at being a, at doing a Vegas show. Okay, Greg's like totally flailing his T-Rex arms right now. All right, Greg, if you think you would be amazing at a side mm-hmm. room Vegas show, mm-hmm. what would you be doing? You keep Fine. talking about okay. crooning. All I'll I hear is you sing like repeated no. parts of songs over and over again. Like I can feel it. No, so are you going to sing "Fly Me to the Moon" for a half hour? Fly me to oh the moon. God. Thank you. That's right. Okay, so here's how it would work. 
Here's how this would work. Number one, I would drink like three pots of coffee before I went out there. And so it's, you imagine yeah, the you side room. you do your best work when you're completely cracked out of your mind. Probably about 150, 200 people is what I'm thinking for this room. And so I come out there. This is going to be like the big act. People come to Vegas and they want to see everything, you know, but you've got so many different performers in Vegas. You've got all the, you know, you can go see singers, you can go see dancers, you can go see a play, you can go see some kind of stage show, you can go see a magician. I'm giving you all, right, all some... of them in one. There are some this questions. All right. So how, how long <laughs> is it going to be? I think you should call it Tiny Greg's World of Wonder. No, it is not Tiny Greg's World of Wonder. No, that is not. That is. I'm sure you wearing sparkly gloves and saying, "Welcome to Tiny Greg's World of Wonder." No, I'll, and then you go, "Fly me to the moon," and then you have your like your your sparkly hands. I and will you tell you a lot you, of handwork. I will. You tell do a you, lot of handwork in Tiny Greg's World yes, of Wonder. There is a lot of handwork, but I will tell you what this show is going to be about. You're not. You're not directing this show. You're not even part of the production. I can see you trying to eke in there and try to get a part of this. I'm. I'm a producer by trade. Well, okay. Uh, number one. You know, here's, here's how it's going to work. So, you know, 100, 150 people, maybe 200. And I don't know what the name of it is yet, so I'm not sure. But I'm going to give you everything in one. So the show would start like this. There is a suggestion I, for oh a name. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to we just need to show. We need to get the name going first. That's what you have to do. If you're going to write a book, you need a title. This is what you need. Uh, so let's see. There's uh, Greg Nibbler is It's a Small World After All. That's one no. of the suggestions. No we're, not, no, we're not doing that. All right. What about this one? Greg Nibbler Boy crooner. Not bo- no, boy crooner is not good. That was suggested. No, by I don't want boy Greg. crooner. What about like jack of all trades? Because you're getting everything in one, you know, all the different performances all at one. Are you going to be a magician? Uh, if you would let me explain my show, I think you would understand how this would work. Okay. Okay, number one. Tiny Craig's World starts. of Wonder. No. That's just the working title. It is you not need something. Tiny Craig's World of Wonder. We're not playing off the small. This is big. This is big time. We're going big time here. So I would come out. You know, everybody's seated there and they're all, you know, they're anticipating me coming out. And I come out, first off, how the show starts. They're all guessing how tall you are. First off, how the show starts. No, everybody's looking at the stage, okay? It's a dark room. You're all looking at the stage. Everybody's sitting at their tables, highly anticipating this. They're really waiting for it. And slowly the curtains go up. What? There's nobody there. And so they just shine the lights down, and there's just a single spotlight. And then you hear something from the back. And you hear this, you hear a little piano music that goes, doo-doo. Fly me to the moon. And here's, here's the You're here's flying the entrance. in on a here's moon? Here's the entrance. <laughs> God dang it, Sarah. Let me tell my punchlines here. This is, my, this is my dream. Yes, there's a big rope from the wall, from the ceiling. And it, on it is like a moon. And I'm riding the moon. And I ride the moon up to the stage. And I jump off. And I do a flip. And I land onto the, onto the stage. And then, you know, everybody's erupting and in, in, uh, clapping and, and cheering and everything like that. As I fly onto the stage, I've got an amazing suit on. Gloves are good. You I realize do you are Charlie time. from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but the nighttime version. No. He's on a sun. You're on the moon. Oh, well, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so, um, so, no, I mean, I would, I would fly in there and then I'd do a flip and I'd land on the stage and, uh, and then I'd be singing Fly Me to the Moon. You can do that thing where you can back, where you can like. Pop yourself up. I can. Yeah. And so I would sing Fly Me to the Moon. You know, I'm singing Fly Me to the Moon. Everybody's erupting in applause. And then by the time I get done, you know, I'm, I walk up to everybody and, uh, you know, they're all like, everybody's in awe because this is the best opening they've ever seen. And so I, um, 
so after that, you know, they want to see a little bit of everything. So then I stand there and do a little chit-chatting with the crowd. Like, hey, where'd you guys come in from Why don't you give, me, do me, you give me some crowd work? Hey, hey, everybody. How you doing tonight? Oh, my gosh. Well, you see, there's going to be so much applause. It's going to be tough, tough to do. Um, like, thank you so much for coming down here to see me today. It's a beautiful, beautiful night here in Las Vegas where dreams come true and the lights are twinkling. And I feel like there needs to be some sort of, like, uh, instrumental, like, you know, some piano music going behind you. Yeah, because there would be. Kind of, oh, I would have a piano player on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the piano player, and he's just playing some like whimsical. Everybody, tunes. give a give a hand to Cedric, our piano player here for the evening. Cedric's going to be here all night. Uh, Cedric is a wonderful, wonderful addition to this uh, performance that I've put together here for you. You know, one of the great things about Vegas when I was a kid, and I'd come down here, and you know, you got so many things going on. There's so much action and and uh, enchantment that happens in this city, and people are falling in love and out of love and back in love again. But here tonight, we're all going to fall in love like we did for that first time. So here's what's going to happen. Uh, everybody, you know, you want to you come to Vegas. You want to see a singer. You know, you want to see a dancer. You want to see the performances. God, and that's dance? one of the great things. You know, you get a good dinner and you're out there and you want to see, you want to see it all. You want to be everywhere at the same time. But you can't. And that's why you come here tonight. That's why you came here to see this show. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give you all of it tonight. And then they... All right, first up for your performance this evening. Good crowd work. Big thank you to Cedric over there again. Cedric performing on the piano. Doing a great job. How are we doing? You know, and then I'll stop oh, watching. Oh, God. Song. No. <laughs> and then I'll watch into another song. Like, it'll be an original song. You know, and I'll sing it along. And then after that, you know, we, we slowly, after the, that song, like, all right, everybody, let's get this show on the road. And then the, the curtains go down. Okay, and so it's, it's, wait for a second. There's a little bit of like set change stuff going on. Lift the curtains back up, and it's a diner scene on the stage. And so it's me sitting at a diner, you know. And this is where we uh, we do like an act thing. So there'll be like a little mini play with me, and there'll be a waitress. There, you, I was gonna no. say you're interacting with a gum snapping waitress. Go, yeah. She's who's sassy. snapping her gum. She's sassy. Who's sassy? And I'm just. What, what can I get you, darling? <laughs> oh God. Well, ma'am, I'd like some of those pancakes that you have back there. You know, and I'm like a real like fifties. Oh God! Uh, outfit. And then she has like the claw bangs, uh-huh. and she's like Earl. Order for number uh, number two. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so that's happening. And then it's like a diner, and there's like a fake car out there. And I'm I'm a traveling salesman, you know, just traveling around and stopping in these tiny towns. I got no home, nowhere to go. My home is the road. But boy, this girl's driving me in. And then, see, and this is my like first person talking to the audience. You know, I've been on the road. Like I turn around oh, and break the, fourth, the wall. fourth wall. You know, I've been on the road for a long time. So now. can the waitress hear what you're saying to no. the audience? No, the waitress can't hear what I'm saying. She can't hear what you're saying. No, this the the spotlight just turns to me when I turn to the crowd and I break the fourth wall. So that's wall. how people know that she can't hear that you're mm-hmm. talking to them. No, she's just back there like cleaning and you know doing waitress thing or I don't know cooking, waitress stuff. cooking things and no things Earl's like cooking. that. Uh, and and you know and I sit talk to the crowd, you know, because this is going to strike home with everybody like it's been a long time now. So, since. So that's starting to sound like we're Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> well, this is all part of the act. This is because this is what you're going to get in everything. All right, and People so, love that shit. <laughs> so I'm saying to the crowd, you know, like, yeah, I've been on the road for so long now. You know, uh, uh, Jenny and I, we broke up so long about, ago. That's really tacky. Nobody wants to hear about your ex. Oh, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> I won't bring up the X then. So, so that that goes on, and then I turn back, and then what at are the you very selling? End, what are your traveling salesman wares? Uh, I sell uh, faucets. You sell faucets. Yeah. 
You sell faucets. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't really matter what I sell. I don't even, I don't even think I ever address what I'm selling. Like, what I'm selling. No, because you have to address selling, what you're selling is because that leads into the act. What I'm, you incorporate it into your act. What I'm selling oh God. is an idea. Oh, no. The idea of romance. The idea of With love. faucets? It's not faucets. No, I'm, I'm selling the idea of romance. And so, basically, me and this... this woman at the at the restaurant you know we slowly we slowly start uh, dancing we realize we have a connection you know because she's well, you're dancing she works, with the waitress who's she works so work? much and then our favorite song comes on you know, know and it's, it's Cedric it's song. always Cedric who's back there playing the, Cedric's like a very int- big part of this okay and so that happens we dance we dance around we do a little twirl and this is where you get your dancing in so you've already got the songs you just gotta play now you're getting dancing, and we do a whole dance routine. It's almost like a dancing with the stars kind of thing. And we dance to, like, hits from the 50s, you know, and then we'll change it up a little bit, and then all of a sudden there's a little flamenco in there. Oh, no. And we're doing this. So we're going about this. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're having our dances and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Bill's saying, what about the funny? Well, you got you to wait for it because this is still going here. So after hey, the it, dancing. Will, will it ever end? After the heavy romance, you know, a very heavy, passionate, romantic scene that's going on there on stage. You know, well, you're we, molesting a waitress. Yeah, well, and the waitress <laughs> was funny. To do her job. The waitress was funny. She What's was, her name? Her name's Patty. I figure. I, I think her name's Patty. Yeah, it could be Patty. Mm-hmm. All right, Patty I can works. see it on her name tag as clear as day. Okay. Blue, yeah, blue waitress uniform with a white apron, white collar. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. So, so I'm dancing with Patty. You know, and then then a big passionate kiss at the end, and you know the whole audience is like, "Ooh!" Nobody wants to see you force it's yourself upon they, the waitress. I'm not forcing myself upon. It's a will they or won't they kind of situation because that's what you want. Okay, so no. it's all been a big five minute build Fine. up. Fine, <laughs> five minute build up of our romance, and as we're we're all okay, this is the way it ends. We almost kiss, and then. Ding ding ding! Pancakes are ready, and then she's got to go get the pancakes, and then oh, I've got to get pancakes? on the road. And, uh, some you, why do you jacks. say pancakes? Weird. Some hotcakes, some oh, flapjacks. No. Okay, so that happens. Curtains go back down. Audience erupts in applause. They're loving what's happening right there. All right, I come back out on stage, and that's when I do a little bit of. Have you changed your clothes? Are you still wearing your traveling faucet salesman clothes? Always change clothes. Okay. Every single act has a different um, set of clothes on. Then I come out and I do like. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do in this part. I do. We need to get this when you do like a comedy stand up. This is when you do like a little bit of a stand up routine. Stand up or magic? Okay, no. I reinterpret classic uh, comedy bits. Oh, from like who's on first? We do we do some of those, and I slip on like a banana peel kind of thing. Like we do some real like hijinks kind of comedy, and so I do some of that for a while. Then the music starts picking up. And as the music as the music's picking up, we have to get some kind of athletic demonstration because you know people go to Vegas and they want to see like trapeze artists and like Cirque du Soleil and all that stuff. And uh, so Cedric wheels his piano out there, and Cedric's playing the piano, you know. And at this point, um, it's time to show some athletic. This is the prominence. weirdest show we've ever done. So after I'm doing this, I, I'm like, you know, that's breaking the fourth wall, by the way. One of my favorite things here that uh, I did as a child, you know, I. I grew up out in the country, and, you know, one of the things that helped me gain confidence was me learning a little bit about karate and oh, taekwondo. Oh, no, not the karate. And then, yeah, because it is taekwondo. Are you going to have your bow staff? I mean, yes, and somebody... Will Cedric hand you your Cedric, bow staff? why don't you hand me that bow staff here? And then I do a coordinated... Yeah, this is all coming, like, far too naturally to you. Like, I'll do it. Well, I mean, it just makes sense. Like, have sense. you been thinking... It's being asked if you've been thinking about this for a while, because you've never discussed your Vegas one-man 
offshoot this is, weird show with gonna me. It's going to be amazing. So the next step is the Bostaff routine set to piano. So it's classy, but also a Bostaff routine. Now, is and it like my- a, a dress Bostaff? Is it the basic wood, or do you like spice it up a little? Do you maybe like put some silver paint on it to maybe bedazzle it a bit? It lights up on the ends. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I'm twirling around, it's mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah, and so I do my bow staff routine to that, and that shows shows my physical prowess, and like I jump out over the audience, you know, at one point, and um, and I twirl it over there, and then I invite some ladies up on stage. Oh yeah. So at the end of the bow staff, oh, okay. I invite some ladies up on stage. How is it almost over now? And then we get into the magic routine. You see, this is why it's got to be three hours. So after the Bo Staff routine, I've showed the athletic prowess. We've got dancing. We've got uh, some comedy. We've got singing. Now we need some magic. And this is, this is the big closer. It's like, you know what? Tonight's all about. Tonight's about romance. Tonight's about why Vegas. Do you, why are you tonight's focused on romance? <laughs> magic. Because everybody goes to Vegas because they, you know, they want love. And they, this is the kind of audience. Why do you go? I don't go to Vegas. I go there to get drunk with my friends and I don't know. People want romance or something. Isn't it? Isn't that what it is? So now, after, the, after, after showing my athletic prowess, you know, I invite the ladies up on stage. I'm like, you know what? You might be Tonight, a little sweaty after all that bow stuff. Cedric's over here with me. Well, yeah, I do have a costume change. That's true. And I come back out and I'm a little bit flashier. And I'm like, uh, you know, one of the other, my favorite things growing up was watching magic. You know, how does it work? Why do you keep referencing growing up and, and romance? Like you, I'm, I'm relating loop. to everybody because everybody, everybody's you know, grown up. Everybody thought, you know, at some everybody point. Everybody was smaller at one point and now they're bigger. No. And then everybody at some point, you know, had, uh, had, had, you know, um, like, you know, they liked some magician or something like that. The wonders of the world. You know, we when we're brought into this world, everything's That's true, because you tie it back to magic. Tiny Greg's World of Wonder. It's not Tiny Greg's World of Wonder. <sighs> anyway, that's when I go into my magic routines, and I invite a couple of lovely young ladies up onto the stage. Yes, because I'm sure your audience is going to be packed full of y- lovely young ladies. Uh, I know, I know. I mean, we, usually, you know, we prefer people already paired up, but I'll have some lovely young ladies that'll come up on stage with me that I'll bring out of the audience. You know, I'll pick them out of the audience myself. And, uh, and then I'll have like an usher go get them and bring them up and stuff like that. So mm. it's very special. And I give them a rose when they come up too. I give them each a rose. And so then they're going to be my assistants for my magic act. All and right. then we launch into the magic act. We end with a big shebang. And the big, the big exit is uh, the moon drops back down. And <laughs> that is always sunny. No, but he yeah. doesn't. His just drives down. You go over the audience. I go over the audience. Like, and I fly. It, I fly. I fly out. Like, wasn't it Justin Bieber? I remember hearing about one of his concerts where he, like, flies over his audience in, like, a heart-shaped cage. Like, seriously. Oh, that's a good idea. But yours isn't, but you are like floating over the audience as you like wave goodbye as uh-huh. you get back on your moon after giving everyone right. the night of their life. Enjoy the night, ladies and gentlemen. The night is yours. Magic is in the air and so is romance. And then I fly off. Boom. And then you fade into the distance. A little bit of everything. The jack of all trades. You should call it Greg of all trades. Greg of all trades. Oh. 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 You're welcome. You're welcome. Greg of all trades is not bad. Greg of all trades. Yeah. Yeah. That's not That's not a bad name. And you can have your hands like. Everybody wants to go see Greg of all trades. Have you heard about Greg of all trades? Have you Greg heard of, of this trades? Greg of all trades show? Oh, man. I heard it's like a little bit of everything. Like, you know, I know you're not really into like musicals. Mm-hmm. I heard it's like musicals and like a little bit of comedy. Yeah. Uh, I heard there's some karate in there. Yeah. You get everything. This is the thing. You get everything in this show. You don't have to go to a million different shows. Yeah, there's a shows. magic show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll do some handstands and stuff, too, in there when I'm doing my uh, bow staff, my athletic mm. prowess. Yeah, yeah. I'll do a couple handstands. Sure. Um, yeah, I think there it is. I 
I think that that's something. I think to we've think summed about. it up. So, dear Las Vegas, uh, if you are looking for a new somebody's Sidak, I do need to hire a Cedric. I will have to have a Cedric. That's going to be necessary, mm-hmm. and uh, that's important. But other than that, oh yeah, and uh, Patty, well, I'll fill those roles. That'll be easy. Yeah, like you we'll don't even need auditions. to see Earl. Doesn't even Earl can just be a pre-recorded voice. Wait, who's Earl? He's the cook. Oh yeah, that's right. Earl's yeah, Earl's not there. Earl's not taking up any stage. No, you just hear from the back. I'll be like, no. uh, order up. Pancakes are ready. You know, and yeah, they, you they, can they even do some ventriloquism and like throw your voice so that you can even be so in the credits. Uh huh. Oh, and people you will can know. be like, and Greg Nibbler was magician, karate master, crooner, right. Earl. Right. Yeah. Greg everything. of all trades. Greg of, and then you go, Greg mm-hmm. of all trades. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm, now I'm liking it. You may get an assistant producer credit for that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's about it. But Okay, well, anyway, that's, that's what I'm thinking. That's where I'm thinking this, is, okay. this can go. We all have Somebody our in the chat said someone should uh, animate this. <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> if we know any animators. Um, yeah. That would actually be – I would watch that over and over again. This is how my show would work. Mm-hmm. This is how – Greg of all trades. Man, I want to make this happen now. Do you know the acronym for Greg of all trades is GOAT? <laughs> so is greatest of all time, Sarah. That's not what it is. It's Greg of all trades. No, don't, no I didn't think Don't about get goat. them mixed up. Dang That's it. definitely not. I'm going to have to really specify they don't put the name like that outside. It can't be goat. They can't, <laughs> goat they can't do an acronym. <laughs> no, it can't be an acronym. No, they've got to spell it all out. I'll be real specific with the staff on that. Well, I'll let the bidding war begin, and right. we'll leave that there. All right. Again, uh, if you want to buy tickets to that, send me an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Yes, maybe just maybe someday you'll be able to rec- rec- get that ticket that you paid send for. Send an email to all of your favorite casinos demanding that you get Greg of All Trades uh, down there, and we'll see if we can make that happen. All right, moving on in this segment for our Best of 2016. The next one is kind of another spontaneous thing that just happened on the show, which seems to be how a lot of this works mm-hmm. with our show. It just happens. And this was the idea of starting a new way of doing Sarah's World of Crazy segment, where Sarah talks about the craziest things that are going on in the world, mm-hmm. and somehow transitioned into sexy news. Sexy news. Sexy news. Mm-hmm. This was, again, what listeners have voted in on saying they wanted, to, <laughs> they wanted to hear more of. So here it is. This is the origins of sexy news. Unemploymentradio.com. You. Oh, all right. So from tacos, this uh, at a Warwickshire. Warwickshire. England. Warwickshire. Wait, how is that again? Warwickshire. I don't think you say the W, do you? Oh, what? What? Warwickshire. I think isn't that how you would say it? Warwickshire. Like Warwick Davis. Oh, the little guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you say the. You don't say Warwick. Warwick. Out of England. I hope they make it. Life's too short. Season two, but that show was so funny, so good. If you've never seen Life's Too Short with Warwick Davis, give a brief explanation. It's it's a mockumentary. It's kind of like Larry David, like Curb Your Enthusiasm, only for Warwick Davis of him playing. This, he plays himself as a douchebag, just bag. this douchebag <laughs> version of Warwick Davis. Trying he's to a get, little guy. He's a yeah. He's the guy in um, what? Willow. Willow. And he's, yes, he's Willow. He's wicked. He's he's in a million things and Harry Potter. Um, yeah, he's in a ton of things, but he just plays this douchebag version of himself, thinking he's this huge, famous actor, and he just gets shit on by everybody. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And he stalks... He has such a good sense of humor. He stalks Ricky Gervais trying to pitch him scripts, and Ricky Gervais <laughs> just openly makes fun Ricky of him. Ricky Gervais and the, uh, and the guy... Uh, Stephen... Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm forgetting his last name. Yeah, but, yeah. but they both just dislike him immensely. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man. It's so good. All right, well, not about him, but a woman in England... Uh, 
decided to waste resources by deciding to call an ambulance to take her home after she said her feet hurt from shopping for too long. <laughs> oh my goodness, the problems. A 32-year-old woman indeed used so um, do you know the British version of 911? 999? Greg, I'm so impressed. Yeah, so this woman that. called 999 uh, she's 32 years old and got in touch with an emergency dispatcher. <laughs> my, my feet are tired. Yes. Uh, so she said, I've been on my feet shopping all day and now my feet are... Wait, I need to do it in my British... <clears throat> I need water. I need to do it in my British accent. I've been on my feet shopping all day and now my feet are hurting me so much I can't walk. They're burning. They're burning. That's true. So the woman, uh, the woman continued to talk to the emergency dispatcher that she was going to have to walk home two whole miles, and she would not be able to complete the trip in her condition with oh. her with her feet that are on oh fire. the travesty. Mm-hmm. So uh, the operator said, if there's a medical reason why you can't walk, then we'll take you to the nearest available emergency department. And the woman asked how she'd be able to get home from there. The operator responded that her transport was unrelated to the ambulance service, and she should <laughs> probably get a cab. <laughs> My feet are so tired. My feet are on fire. Got, got to, let's see, how many more do I have? All right, I have, I have, I have a three for at the end. Just some, some brief. It's a three, three crazy men. Okay. First up, uh, cops are on the lookout in South Carolina for a nude man. A nude man. A nude man who cops held are, up a convenience You can say store. that in a sexy way, too. Cops are hunting for a nude man. Cops are on the lookout in North Carolina Sexy for North a North Carolina, South Carolina. South Carolina for a nude man. Sexy nude man. No, you don't have to add in anything. Oh. You don't know if he's sexy. He could be. They just asked for a nude man. It's true. Any, any nude n- man. Any nude man. <laughs> any nude man. Cops, you found me. <laughs> bing bing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so South Carolina cops are on the lookout for a nude man. A nude man. Who robbed a convenience store at gunpoint and escaped only with a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> he had a craving. Uh, so they're calling him the Naked Candy Bandit. The Naked Candy Bandit. A Reese's, wait, a peanut butter cup? or a peanut butter cup. Okay. He stole a Reese's peanut One butter One of the cup. big ones or the double pack? or Greg, it doesn't Single specify. or double pack? Oh, sometimes, you know what? I'll just go and get one big one and just like, it's my secret to myself. And I'll just eat the whole thing. Sarah's Sexy Secrets. Sarah's Sexy Secrets. Coming to the Fun Appointment Radio Network. Because they're like the size of a hamburger patty. And I'll just sit there and I'll be like, there's only one of them. I'm only eating one piece of candy. It's an enormous piece of candy. But I'm eating it. This is the worst sexy show ever. (laughs) Sarah's Sexy Secrets. Guilty pleasures. The Naked Candy Bandit watched it, walked into Scotchman's store in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina before midnight. An officer responded to a 911 call and spoke to a 51-year-old worker who states that an unknown man came into the store naked with a gun in his hand and stole the candy. Well, uh, the victim said that the suspect pointed the gun at him while he was running toward the candy. So he went in, the guns blazing. Ooh. Sexy guns blazing. <laughs> Uh, so uh, he then was, as he ran in naked, wielding the gun, he ran toward the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. No, oh, it says cups now. It's first, it initially said cup. Oh. But, so maybe it's getting sexier in here. It's getting very sexy in here. Stop. 
Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, it's getting sexier. The victim said the suspect pointed the sexy gun at him while he was running toward the candy. Oh. The robber then stole Reese's peanut butter cups and left. It's estimated that the nude suspect was somewhere between 18... Nude suspect. Between 18 and 30 years old. Oh. The nude suspect. Nude suspect. The employee said was naked except for a bandana over his face and a pair of black shoes. Black shoes. The witness did add that the gunman did not say anything or approach him. Just grabbed a sexy bag of Reese's peanut butter cups. He just grabbed a sexy bag. The responding cop who was unable to locate the nude man... Nude man. Reported. You're so sad the knobs aren't working. <laughs> I tried to get the, oh, there it is. That sounds awful. Yes. 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 Okay, here, I'm going to say nude man again. All right. <clears throat> the nude man. Nude man. Was naked except for a bandana over his face and a pair of black shoes. A pair of black, black shoes. shoes. The nude man. The witness said, did not say anything or approach him. He didn't need to say a word. Okay, all right, that's enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, pot it down. This has been Sarah's Sexy Secrets. I like, Craig, will you pot down the porn music, please? <laughs> I kind of want to leave it for the rest of the show. Did you want me to do the rest? No, it's, it'll take away. <laughs> oh, wait, no, my God. My next story is a nude man. Nude man. Okay, bring it back pa- up. Bring it back up. I just realized this. Uh, <laughs> I'm Cop. just going to accent your... your I'm so excited day. that you're making this decision to do that. I'm doing a remix. Uh, this is this story is out of Penticton, which, randomly enough, I'm so excited I came across this story for many reasons. But one of which is I used to go to Penticton all the time in college because it's pretty close to the border. Would you go to Penticton? Oh my god. Um, and Penticton was a really cool place. I remember because I was 18 and uh, nobody really carted us there. And we where where was Penticton? Here. Penticton's in uh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Mm. British Columbia. BC. All right, here we go. Cops were called to a gas station after a man sprayed... Bear spray down his pants, stripped naked, and then poured milk on his genitals. Oh my god, there's so much right there. <laughs> Pick your word. Sprayed words. down his pants and poured milk on his genitals. Out of Penticton. Penticton, B.C. Mounties in Penticton, B.C. said they got quite an eyeful last week after a man peeled off his clothes. Peeled off his clothes. And began washing himself with milk after inadvertently spraying bear spray down his pants. Slowly washing himself. That sounded a little bit more like the luck dragon. Doing <laughs> you it. Was, I got, got a little Can bit. you reach my Slowly <laughs> wash me with some milk. Well, right. officers were called to a local gas station shortly before 2 a.m. on August 24th to find a victim completely naked, making him a nude man. A nude man. He was in excruciating pain and vigorously using his shirt to scrub his genitals with homogenized milk in an attempt to relieve the pain. Homogenized milk. The man told police he'd been attacked by three unknown men 
but uh, but Detective Rigglesworth. <laughs> Detective Rigglesworth, what are you doing here? Detective Rigglesworth said an investigation revealed that the spray pattern was consistent with the alleged victim carrying his own can of bear spray. That's one consistent spray pattern. He then said that the victim became uncooperative. Uh, later that night, Detective... What was his name? Rigglesworth. Detective Rigglesworth. Later that night, Detective Rigglesworth uh, ended up going to a home and found five other people outside of the home where the guy was at rolling around in the grass after they two all were hit with the bear spray. Looks like someone started a party. Detective Rigglesworth said that the five were also uncooperative, but told police that they got bear sprayed to the genitals because they were all attacked over owing someone money. <coughs> Homogenized milk. <laughs> All right, that's the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> this guy isn't naked. This guy, I didn't realize that it, sometimes things nude suspect. This guy isn't nude. He's shirtless. Oh well, that's close enough. Okay, close enough. Can you turn down the porn music? A <laughs> nope. That's for the rest of every show we ever do for the rest of our lives. Has this throughout All right. the background the entire time. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is one of my. I'm saying it's, it's one of my favorite headlines. I do have one more. Okay, right. It's a short one. It's a short okay. one. Okay, and it's my favorite headline. It just says shirtless man fires corn cobs at neighbor's house using potato gun. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like Oregon news. <laughs> this sounds it's in Rhode Island. Okay, a Rhode Island. And again, let me just repeat that: shirtless man fires corn cobs at neighbor's house using potato gun. <laughs> a Rhode Island man fired opened- corn cobs at me. <laughs> Opened fire on his neighbor's home this week using corn cobs and a homemade potato gun. Now, this guy's name, not one to be trifled with, Jeffrey Osella, 50 years old, has been feuding with his neighbor for the past 13 years. 13 (laughs) years? That's some real. Well, this happened Tuesday night. That's when the corn cob potato gun came into effect. Who feuds with their neighbor for 13 years? (laughs) Well, never mind. Wait a minute. I had a feud with my method neighbors for 10. Maybe he's living next to methods. Yeah, all right. Well, Tuesday night, after a yelling argument between the two homeowners, Osella loaded corn cobs into a PVC (laughs) pipe potato gun and shot them at his neighbor's house. Uh, Captain Sean Lacey said this particular incident did not stem from a new argument, just a longstanding argument between the two. Uh, a girl riding her bicycle nearby dodged a flying corn cob. No one was struck or injured. <laughs> when police arrived at Osella's home, uh, he was intoxicated, shortless, and covered in corn kernels. Oh, that is no way to go through life. That is not how you want to be arrested. Intoxicated, covered shirtless, in, and covered, covered in, in corn, corn kernels. kernels. <laughs> Osella told police he didn't shoot the neighbor just in the general direction of his home. He was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Intoxicated, shirtless, and covered in corn kernels isn't a way to go through life, son. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you have it. That's there we go. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's My too long hurts. to be the name of this episode, but that's it. Intoxicated, shirtless. shirtless, and covered in corn kernels. <laughs> I think we probably need to make an exception for this. <laughs> And that's why there was one more story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's pretty good. <laughs> all right, um, all right, I have to do a little bit of ball talk really okay. quick. <laughs> Here, wait, give me. A it's hard to follow that up with ball talk, but I have to. <laughs> okay. Um, skated <laughs> shirtless and covered in corn kernels. <laughs> I think Ed in the chat said we have a new segment called uh, "Sexy News." That may be <laughs> "Sexy News" may have to come back on occasion. 
Sexy. Oh. All right, I'm Craig Nibbler. Let's... All right, the sexiest of news. Oh, don't say it like Here that. That just makes me uncomfortable, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it's going to be our new tagline. That'll, the that'll get sexiest another. news. That'll make us best of again. Mm. All right. Our final segment here, again, voted on by you, the listeners, at our, on our Facebook page, which is Fun Employment Radio. Please go like us there if you don't mind, or follow us on Twitter at Fun Up Radio. This is an, one of these segments where I sum up a television show or movie that I've never seen based on the name or very oh little God. description. This and, one was particularly irritating. See, and I just make it so that that way you don't have to go watch it because it's easy to sum these things up. Mm-hmm. I just know by the name, I figure I can save everybody a lot of time. Instead of watching hours and hours and hours of this segment, I sum it up in about five minutes. It was minutes. a very good TV show. I was slightly obsessed with it for a while. Well, yeah, but I just summed it up so nobody else has to go through all of that time okay. and effort. Save yes. your time. Listen to my descriptions. This is uh, the one for <laughs> the my description of being human right here on Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. <laughs> Shit, I forgot. So I'm supposed to tell you what being human is about. Uh, okay, do you want to do that? Or I've got cubs... Cub stuff. We can, we can do... Cub, cub stuff. Cub stuff. All right, let's do what being human is about. I'm just going to... Okay, so it's a... All right, well, hang on. Let me try and find some music. So it's a... How many so times have I So it's a vampire. A vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost. And the ghost is a girl. They all live in... I'll give you this. They live in Boston. Boston. All they right. They live in Boston. Boston. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So they all live in Boston. And it's a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost, and they all live together. They're in Boston. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. We'll see what I can come up with. Uh, do you have some music or something? TV show. Okay. I'm doing it. Uh, slug down some more coffee. Let me think about this. Okay. Is this the right music for the show? From the uh, from the soundtrack. Okay, so being human, so it's about a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost, and they all live together in a Boston apartment. But they're not all from Boston. That's kind of one of the things about it because they all just kind of came there. Uh, they all came from different places, except for one of them. One of them actually came from there, but we'll talk about that in a second. So Victor is the vampire. Oh. Victor is actually he's. Uh, you would think like, oh, vampire. He's from uh, Romania or something like that. But the kooky thing is, Victor's. He's not from Romania. He's from uh, rural Alabama. So he's got this accent. He's like, hey y'all, how y'all doing today? I mean, no, I'm a vampire. He's like a gentleman vampire. Gentleman vampire by the name of Victor. I tell you what, oh man, I I do like the blood, but I don't wanna inconvenience you. He's one of those things. So he's always got like little slangs uh, that he says, you know, around the apartment because he's, he's got his southern drawl. And the, so you got Victor the vampire there. And then on top of that, you've got the werewolf. The werewolf, he goes by the name Willie. So it's Willie the werewolf. And Willie is actually, this is where it's all, like all screwed up. Because you think Victor's going to be from Romania. No, Victor's from the South. Willie, you think, okay, he's going to be a rough and tumble werewolf. Nope, he's actually British. And so Willie said, hello there. Uh, my name is Willie. I'm a werewolf at night. And I uh, will run around. And I apologize. I'll leave kind of a mess around the apartment. And I'll uh, leave hair everywhere. There's hairballs all over the place. You know, because of Willie, because he gets really hairy. And Willie he's doing the werewolf? That. Willie the werewolf. Willie, mm-hmm. actually, hello. Sorry about that. Uh, my bad, toodles. Anyway, see you later. Uh, so, Willie the werewolf, Victor the vampire, and then you have Georgina the ghost. So, Georgina's a ghost, and Georgina is actually from Bastin. You know, she's got this real, hey, you know, Oma, Bastin. Uh, Boston accents are not my best. Uh, so, uh, are you Georgina. Kidding? You're nailing it. 
Georgina is there, and you know, and so so uh, Williams kind of new to new to Boston. He he found uh, Victor on. Uh, on Craigslist, that's how they got the place, and then they they were living there, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, we've got a third roommate." That was Willie. Uh, it's Georgina, the ghost. So Georgina actually lived in this apartment. She was going to school in Boston, and Georgina was a bit of a partier. And Georgina, you know, she's uh, she's she's pretty hot. And Georgina was partying, but she was also caught up in something else. Like she was kind of the weird thing when she was going to school. She was actually. Um, she was going to school, but she was secretly undercover. Georgina was undercover when she was going to school. And one of the things she was doing was she was working for the FBI. And so the FBI was, uh, was paying her to go undercover while she was in school. So she was going to have it and stuff like that. And, and she uh, was undercover. She was caught up in a case trying to track down um, some kind of a serial killer. And she didn't know how to track this serial killer down. And so she's trying to track the serial killer down. And the serial killer got her. Got her. Mm. You know? And so she's like, oh. And she wakes up. And she's like, oh, no. I'm a, I'm a ghost. No, that's not a Boston accent. I'm a, I'm a ghost. No, that's not Boston either. Uh, anyway, I was going to have it. Now I'm a ghost. No, ma. Anyway, so she's there. You know, I'm eating some baked beans. And so Georgina is there, you know, and she's at the apartment. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you guys are here because I want to catch my killer. But I can't because I'm a ghost. And, like, she tries to grab stuff all the time and she can't grab anything. So she's, you know, because she, her hands can't grab stuff. And so so Victor, uh, you know, hey, Victor. You know, and Willie and Willie the werewolf. So Victor and Willie are like, well, you know what? We can help you out, but the problem is, we don't look like we're. You know, we can't mess around with other people. We just kind of hide out in here because Victor doesn't like the sunlight because he's a, a vampire man. Oh man, I'm, so, I'm real sorry about that. I just can't go outside right now though because I'm a vampire. Um, but you know, in the night, he kind of looks human. He can kind of pass for a little bit, but he can't be out in the sun. Whereas you have uh, Willie the werewolf, Willie. You know, during the daylight, he's fine. He can go out in the daylight, but at night, he can't go outside. You see the juxtaposition there? So Willie can't go outside at night because he will he'll turn... I'm very sorry. I'm going to turn into a werewolf right now. I'll cause quite a ruckus. And Willie will end up turning into a werewolf. So she's like, well, okay, how can we make this work? I wish there was some way we could combine all of our powers and we could go hunt the serial killer. What do you know? They're going around their apartment like, well, we're, we're kind of stuck here. I guess we need to expand because there's three of us. They open up a room and they discover what was living behind the wall. A demonic little girl. And they see the demonic little girl and they're like, uh, oh, my goodness. Demonic little girl. What are you doing here? That was Willie. And uh, Victor's yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Why, why, are you, why are you hiding out in this little room over here, little lady? Uh, oh, I, I sure would like to drink your blood, but I wouldn't want to do that because that's not nice. You know, he's a very gentleman. And, and the demonic girl's like, oh, my gosh, thank you for freeing me. I've wanted to get out of here for so long. What can I do for you? So here's the deal. The uh, Georgina is like, you know what would be the best thing. We can't really leave this apartment because I'm a ghost. He can't go out in the sun. He can't go out at night, but we have to go catch this serial killer. I wish there was some way we could combine our powers. And that's when the demonic girl is like, well, certainly, certainly, certainly I could do that for you. That's how the demonic girl sounds. Like, yeah, I'll tell you what, I will turn you all. She sounds like Kermit the Frog. Into a human so that you may mix with the humans and find your killer. And that's when they combine together and it's like a... Being human, and they turn into one solid human with like the various aspects of all of them, and then they get to go outside, and 
and they uh, and then they can go hunt things. But when they come back into the apartment, they Wait, they so disassemble. They're, they're transformers. So, yeah, it's like all... a transformer into a human because they all combine into one one being that's this weird kind of awkward looking human. But then they run out and they can uh, go hunt the serial killer and they solve crimes. And that's when so when they leave the house, it's like being human. And that's like they all three have to yell it out at the same time. That's being human. That's all the show is. And they just go hunt serial killers and stuff. Being human. Well, thank you. Thank I you would actually much. kind of watch that. Usually I I don't agree with the things that you, uh, your assessments of the show. Uh-huh. Some of it was actually kind of close. <laughs> was it? Not, not, Do they combine not, into a human? No, but I kind of wish that they would become a super robot, werewolf, vampire, ghost, <laughs> humanoid thing that goes out at night. I would kind of watch that. Okay. Yeah. You got you got uh, you got it about five percent right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I figure that's good enough. I don't mm-hmm. need to watch the show. That's a good. That's a good. Solve it. Yeah. You you don't need to watch it. It's it's pretty much. All right. You did the whole thing. I still say my idea of that show is is better. You than You ruin what it everything. Was. Good. I just think I think it would work out better. I think I think everybody. Now, any, either way, though, now you don't have to go see it because I just uh, worked that out for oh, everybody. Oh gosh, Greg, you're just removing people of their burdens. That's I am so indeed. great of you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that wraps up this uh, best of segment here for Fun Employment Radio. We'll be live on January 9th. That's January 9th. Mm-hmm. I can do math. I'm just going to work that out you on my head. You did math real good. Well, and dates and things like that. Yes. All right. So anyway, we'll be back live on January 9th. Again, this was voted on by you, the listeners. So send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Like us on Facebook and Twitter and all of the other places that you find mm-hmm. podcasts. Thank you so much for finding us. We are really looking forward to 2017. We are. So many things on the horizon that we're, we're getting ready to do, and it's all because of your support. So thank you for continuing to listen to us. Share the show. Tell your friends. If you have a favorite segment that we we didn't include in this best of send us an email so we can put it in something else exactly let us know for the future yeah absolutely because we always love sharing these things and we want all of your friends to listen as well all right thanks a lot we'll be back on monday with more fun employment radio.com bye friends you're listening to the fun employment radio network